Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, some of you know how obsessed I am with masterminds. I first read about it in the book, Think and Grow Rich, how he would always mastermind and the power of masterminding. So years ago, I started doing it and it just made all the difference for my business. I understand that collaboration is the new competition and there's just something special about being in a room with people chasing their goals and their dreams. So I started doing it on a monthly basis for me personally. And it's such an impact in my business and in my life that I thought, you know what? It's time to create my own masterminds to help out the network marketing profession. So I do about four masterminds a year. I have a six-figure breakthrough mastermind. That's for those that haven't made six figures yet, but aspire to make six figures. We literally map everything out on a whiteboard. Any question that you want answered, I've got tons of content all prepared, but at the same time, I wanna make it specifically about you so that you can have the breakthrough. And then after that, we go around any specific questions that people have and insights people have. We dive in deep. So this isn't surface type training. I love doing Facebook Lives. I love doing podcasts, but it's hard to go deep. This, this is where you will come out as a changed person and it will make a huge difference for your business. I, I am not more passionate about anything, anything, anything that isn't a mastermind. Masterminds for me is by far the thing that I am most passionate, most excited, most confident in just because I've seen the results. Over 100 people have attended masterminds. And so far, it's been every single one has given it a five-star review as far as in an anonymous survey. So I'm telling you, I would do whatever it takes. Go to www.mastermind.robsbury.com. Usually the latest one is posted there. If not, there's an application as well, and we can keep you posted on those details, but you're gonna wanna put that on your bucket list of something you wanna make happen right now. For those of you that are listening that are top earners, you're gonna have to reach out to me personally because I do six and seven figure inner mastermind retreats all over the world. One of the latest ones we did was in Maui. We're running out a $50 million mansion for the next one. So we do those all over the world. But I'm just telling you, masterminds is where it's at. And this is what's going to help you to have that breakthrough and take your business to the next level. Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs. I was going to say it with Rob Spray, but it's always weird when you say your own name. So I'll just say welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs. As always, we bring you the best of the best guests. We bring you guests with different experiences, with tons of success, and I always bring on cool people. I bring on people that I like hanging out with. If it's someone that isn't cruise-worthy that I wouldn't want to hang out with, then they're just out. I don't care how good their content is. So our leader today that we're going to recognize and that we're going to chat with and we're going to get some of his insights is Nick Sorensen. Nick, I just butchered all of that as we're having okay you, you, you can sound it out when you say the name there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> i know it's like that's part of a, a podcast because at you know, first you know you go and i'm always like nick but then you look at it and it's like Soren, but it's Soren sin which i did it's say my, is sin at the end right my butchered, butchered worse so that's okay 
Yeah. So we go, we have fun. We've known each other for a couple of years. We just did breakfast the other day. He reaches out to me probably last second on purpose, hoping that because it was last second that I was going to be too busy. <laughs> right. So, uh, but I made time for him. I'm like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to go do my, my workout for about four or five minutes and see if I can get shredded and ripped. And then after that breakfast and we went and just hung out and he come, he lives in Texas, but he's from Utah where I'm from. And he was a very good football player who had one of the best football teams in the entire nation. I think they were ranked three. He can tell me if I'm wrong, maybe they were higher, maybe they were number one. And they lost to my high school team. It was one of the greatest upsets of all time. Is that kind of a sore spot still? Or are you over it by now? Uh, I'm over. It's okay. <laughs> He's over it by now. I didn't play, so it doesn't even matter. I was just a fan on the side, having fun, hanging out with the cheerleaders, doing my best to, to cheer you guys on, you know, as, as you guys were doing your part. But he spent 10 years in this wonderful profession of network marketing, his biggest teams but over 200,000 distributors did over a hundred million in sales in 2018 and surpassed 200 million in 2019 built in 12 plus countries an all around good guy. Every single time he's just like, Hey, how can I help you? How can I help you? How can I help you? One of those types of people that just always focuses on other people. So Nick, I always like to get a really quick, just rundown background for you. So this time, what I want to know is what were you doing previous to network marketing and what led you to network marketing? I know you've got an amazing wife, amazing girls. You're a girl dad, right? All girls have a ton of fun with their dance and all of all over traveling a ton, right? Yeah. Travel a ton. It's uh, chasing those kids around is, is uh, crazy with uh, cheer season right now for sure. But yeah, you know, I got done with college. Um, I played played baseball for a number of years after that. And uh, I love the independence and love that. So I always, you know, definitely pursued some entrepreneurial pursuits. You know, I owned a, I owned a business. Um, we had our own nutritional product and, uh, you know, got a, a great education in that, you know, had some crazy highs and some crazy lows. Um, took a job out of state to help, help, help the company. It just wasn't really what, what we thought. And uh, the market wasn't really good at that point in time. So I had to take a job where I was gone out of town all the time. And um, so I was like 10 days off, 10 days on. And so kind of the, the situation that we were in, I was making great money, but I was working tons of hours. And the situation we're in kind of opened us up. You know, I knew network marketing really well. I've had family been incredibly successful with it, but just never was really open to it until, you know, I was in a situation where I'm like, hey, I make great money, but I'm missing my kids grow up. And so that's what led us to be open about the industry. And so my wife said yes to a company about 10 years ago. We both said yes, I guess you'd say. But I always say our, our story started as Shui because it was definitely more my wife. Fell in love with a company and a product and, and ran with it. And, you know, eight months later, we went full time, although I don't recommend that. But um, uh, it was just a situation where I didn't have any time. And, uh, you know, we said, what if, and we started with, Hey, let's just make some extra spending money and who knows. And we ran and had lots of fun and it's been, uh, been a crazy ride ever since been able to meet some incredible, incredible people. Like Rob said, we love the people. And, uh, I think that's, I think that's the key in our, our minds to success is love on people, you know, pouring into people will always lead to success for sure. But it, you know, it was a pain point is what led us in and that pain point of having zero time. What, um, 
because we're thinking about it and we had a lot of different conversations just a couple of days ago, but you just said something that you wouldn't recommend going full-time too soon. And I'm a bit a big advocate of that. So when would you recommend going full-time? Like what are some of the criteria, like some of the criteria that you would create for that? Cause I always like to give the analogy of network marketing is desserts and your job is dinner. And too many people quit too soon. And now all of a sudden, dessert isn't enough to feed them, right? They're not full. They're not satisfied. And so now all of a sudden, they begrudge dessert because it's not enough and it creates this panic. So what, what, are, what are your suggestions as far as people earning the dream so the dream doesn't turn into a nightmare as they transition too soon? Yeah. And I mean, I'm serious with this, but I always kind of joke with it. But if you know, someone I'm working with calls me and says, hey, Nick, I'm ready to go full time. I'm like, all right. No, you're not. Um, you need to have zero debt, six months in the bank, and then call me back and let's talk. And I, and I say that kind of jokingly, but I also mean that serious because, you know, with every business, not just this industry, you're going to have ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and you got to have that in place, like that, you know, buffer to whether you and I talked about this a couple of days ago, is if you have to go do something and you don't get the same amount of success, and that's with recruiting personally, that's also with your team and team building, right? You don't get to the top in this industry, you know, by forcing what you want or what you need on other people. It's by helping them go get what they want. And when you come off desperate or having to make the payment or the house payment, whatever, you know, people, people lose trust, people lose faith. So I mean the whole art. So it's either a have that or B transition to something else. If you don't like your job, nothing wrong with that. Let's go find you something that you like. And you may not have to make as much money doing something you like or a passion or start a traditional business. I love network marketing. It's like the, the bachelor's degree, your undergrad, your master's program for entrepreneurship. So go start to do something because you can run this business. There's no reason to not. There is, to me, this industry is about financial freedom, right? Time freedom. And to me, that comes not especially right when you first get to what your needs are. I love that. I What I look at it is, is this, is... You just said it, debt-free, six months in the bank. The other question is, is does your organization need you full-time? I found that the vast majority of people that are working and they transition, their team doesn't quite yet need them full-time yet. So what they end up doing is just busy work and they don't end up getting more done. Some of them actually end up getting less done and their story isn't as powerful because now, you know, Jim Rohn always talks about that, but how much more powerful it is when you can say, this is my part-time business and I'm doing X amount. When you say full-time, instantly they associate, oh, but I can't go full-time. You've got to explain, well, I started part-time and then I transitioned into it. So just don't transition too soon because then you're going to create a nightmare, which you think is a dream. I get it. I get it. And I love the fact that you give that advice because <laughs> I'm not going to mention names, of course. But I know a lot of leaders that their whole goal is to transition people right away to full time because they think now they own you. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's just being a taker. It's so selfish. And in the end, it actually hurts the individual, creates desperation. And I think it hurts everybody. So all of your success outside of network marketing, I think this is a unique insight. And I think you would agree. We haven't had this conversation, but. I found a lot of former athletes have had a ton of success 
in network marketing. I was a former athlete, so maybe that's where I just see it through my eyes, but I, I know a ton, a ton of former athletes. And, and I've thought about that. And I think because they dealt with the highs and the lows and there's so much losing and then it's learning from the losing and you get competitive and you figure out, okay, how can I go win? And then you win and then you lose again. And it's always just this constant improvement where you truly are focused on this journey of this mental battle and how do you get out of slumps? I mean, that's a big word in every sport, but especially baseball and you played collegiate baseball. And so I, I know that as a, as a former athlete, cause we're has-beens now, like kind of funny for it depends me. on who you ask if you ask mom it's has been but most people it was never <laughs> was so yeah it's like <laughs> it's like the glory days it's like I, I start to think like was it really that good at tennis now when I start to think back I'm like it's just been so long yeah. but uh, I love the psychology of it so I, I'd love to ask you of how did you apply the psychology because that's my big kick this year is mindset and psychology because of my book, The Game of Conquering. How did you apply the psychology and the mental toughness from sports into your network marketing business? You know, I mean, it is, it is a side, you know, it's not that you get used to losing, okay? If you, if you get used to losing, you become, you become one in my personal opinion, right? Just being completely black and white. But they're driven by, by those losses. So you don't focus on the losses, you know, baseball and, and, you know, these numbers are talked about in the number of people's trainings. But if you're successful three out of 10 times in baseball, you're a multi, multi, multi-millionaire, right? Which means you're failing seven of the 10 times. So if you focus on those three successful, right, you're awesome. If you focus on the seven losses, you suck. Like it's just, it's just the reality of the way you look at it. And so, you know, over the course of career from, you know, when we're little kids to high school, to college, to professional, like you're training your mind right with that psychology success and i love your book and i love how it goes into that because to me that literally is everything yogi Berra, um he's you know, he's known for his crazy quotes but he says baseball is 90 percent mental the other half is mental and and so uh, success in business network marketing relationships marriage everything to me is a thousand percent the exact same thing so that's really where you know we put a lot of focus on i put a lot of focus on my wife puts a lot of focus on is that condition your brain because even though we've had a good foundation from what i've done athletically like it's a daily thing right and that's why i love rob's book uh, your book and, and what it goes into and that's if you look at you know the books that i have you know in our library it's it is that it's it's mindset it's psychology success it's how you win the head game and um and you do that but if you focus on those wins so i always i always say this quote in training you know, if you're successful in baseball three out of 10 times, you're multimillionaire. If you do the same numbers in network marketing and just about everybody in the room always raises their hand and says, I'm like, well, that depends, right? So it's not just talk to 10. You do have to go and do the do and do the daily and do the activity, um, but focus on those yeses and focus on those wins and get better and you will win there. And, uh, and so start with the end of that. To, to me in life, success, business, network marketing, it is all a mind game. Perfect. So with that, you talk about winning. I have two questions for you. First question I want you to think about is, what do you think is the hardest part about network marketing? And the second question for you is, how do you teach your teams this psychology, mental toughness, and just setting the right expectation and the mindset for winning and going through the highs and the lows? Because you've dealt with really, really large teams. And of course, 
you know, the, it's the whole telephone game where the message can get lost. And that's why it's so important with systems. So you can intertwine those two questions together, but what's the hardest part about network marketing? And then how do you teach your teams to win and this mental toughness? I personally, the hardest thing is getting going, right? Cause it's, it's, you're at your, when you're, when you're most excited, right? You just pull up your credit card, you join a company or however you get started in your business. Your, your highest level of excitement, but because you have your lowest level of knowledge, you have your highest level of, of anxiety. And when you're at that point, you're fragile. And this is not just network marketing, it's not business, it's everything, right? You know, why do so many people, you know, walk from the altar? Because they're really excited, but they're scared to death because they have no idea what they're getting themselves to. First day of school, where am I gonna find my classes, right? And so it's that, that point when they get started because that's when they're fragile. And when they're fragile, you can have one person that, they, that has influence over them say the bad thing and they're done, all right? So we wanna, uh, to help them, I think, bridge that from I'm excited to I know nothing and how do I go do this thing is bridge the gap I set the right expectations. It's not trying to get them from zero to hero or from zero to leader or from zero to full-time or six figures. It's just get them where they're at and get them to the next spot. Right. So if someone comes in and they say, Hey, you know, I usually ask the question, you know, what are you hoping to make happen with this? I found to me, that's very casual and I get much better responses with that question rather than what's your why, you know, because sometimes that freaks people out to think that big. But if, if I say, Hey, what are you hoping to make happen? It's just a really casual question. I usually get back like really what they want. Right. And it's usually the very lowest entry point of what they want. So some people it's, you know, I want to pay for my kids. Uh, for their activities, or I want to make 500 bucks a month, or I want to, you know, take my husband out for dinner, right? It's the lowest thing. But if you set that expectation of, okay, here's how we're going to get you there. But I also want you to think just a little bit bigger, right? So uh, get a commitment from them verbally out of their mouth on what they do want. And then, you know, just get them to dream a little bit on what that next step is and what the possibility is. And I think if you do that, and then show them, hey, it is going to be some work, right? It's not going to be the first five people you call. Um, you know, how do you go get from where you want to that 500 a month or 200 a month or whatever it is, there are these action steps, but it's setting an expectation that, Hey, you know, this is not overnight. This is not get rich quick. And for me, I found that when we do that, we have success rate on those new people getting going, getting rolling and experiencing some success. Cause when they experience success, they know they can repeat it. We can do it over and over and over. The thing that really stood out to me is the hardest part is getting launched because as we know, you know, people start and they just have so much fears and those fears can be amplified. And I know that was the hardest part for me. I knew, I know that I almost quit before I even started. And luckily my mentor gave me a good swift kick to the butt because had he not, had he waited two more days, I would have been, I would have been done. I would have created all the excuses why it wasn't going to work for me. And so that's why I, I cannot get hard enough on that aspect right there of, getting them started getting them launched is just so key and critical stop giving them the training for the training of the training and you just said it right there sometimes it freaks them out we're like does your why make you cry what's your why and they just start and they're thinking they're like what are you even talking about you know they're like i just want to make my money back my my why like they're not there yet we're giving them way too much way too much in depth and they're not ready for that information yeah, we just need to make sure that we learn when to give which information. And that's just so, so important. You're not going to go teach someone 
to play baseball and give them the most advanced strategies there is, at first they're going to have to learn the very basics and fundamentals. And tennis, same thing. I'm going to start out with their grip and how they hold the tennis racket. I'm not going to teach them about, hey, let me give you this advanced strategy. You should hit it three times deep to the back end, then go really short to the forehand, and then go back deep to the back end, and then sneak into the net. They're, they're so overwhelmed. They're like, I'm not even going to play this sport. And that's what we all do way too often. And I know sometimes it's out of good intent because you're thinking I'm so supportive and I'm so helpful. But all you need to do is just teach them to share their story. That's duplicatable. Everyone can do that. And then plug them into whatever tools and systems that you're utilizing and get them launched right away. So they're going to bed with dreams thinking if so-and-so joins, this is going to be huge rather than going to bed with nightmares thinking they need to learn all this information. And then later they tell you why their style, their personality just isn't a fit and why they're too busy all of a sudden. So I think that's absolutely key and critical. So Nick, I always, there's a couple of questions I always like to ask to finish a podcast. I always pick one of a couple. And so the question that I'm going to ask you is if you were starting all over again, right now, day one, what's the advice that you wish you could have given yourself? I think the number one thing is have more belief in the system than anything else. Three, um, it was shui because it really was like my wife cleaned my clock. Um, I came in background, you know, was, was managing a large company. You know, it was it was you know sales trainer, right? And so I was doing doing these different things, and I had some confidence, right? But what I came in, I definitely try to put it all on my hands. And I try to become the expert and I try to learn all these things. So I was, you know, breaking down comp plans. I was breaking down, you know, the products. Here's why it works. Here's, you know, so I had this, you know, incredible presentation of why it was working. And everyone say, man, that's awesome. Good luck. Have success. You know, good luck to you. Because they didn't want to do that. And so for me, it a thousand percent was if I had, you know, gone back then is just simplify it. Be passionate. Um, you know, love on people. Uh, this, this, you know, when you do this business, this industry, it's not about you. It's about, you know, helping other people get there. And the only way they'll get there is if you keep it really simple and dumb it down. And so when I, when that kind of just switched for me, you know, like 10 months, 12 months into the industry and I got out of the way and became Nick, the dumb jock, um, great things happened, you know, and, uh, you know, the business started doing really, really great and it's continued to grow and we've continued to have more success ever since then. So, uh, yeah, the number one thing in advice, and, and we do this when people join the business, just have fun and keep it simple. Belief in the system. Too many times we're just doubting, does it work? If you've seen other people have done it and it works and you see all different styles and all different personalities have success, then of course it can work for you. It's tough enough making the decision right and committing to go all out and make it happen but it's impossible if you're on a daily basis just doubting, well, should I do this? Should I not do this? Should I do the system? Should I not? It takes 100% commitment. And again, I get it. It's, it's almost impossible to be 100% committed right when you start. And that belief will go, grow. That belief will be challenged and re-challenged as you go through that. But uh, I, I love how, how you talk about the simplicity and the belief. Nick, I always appreciate your time and look forward to you coming into Utah next time. And, and I appreciate when you do message me because I know you do come in sometimes and just don't message me. So anytime <laughs> you do, I, I appreciate that and look forward to hanging out with you, whatever the next event is. Thank you so much for making time. I know everyone found a ton of value, took some notes, and as always, 
I say, find one thing from every single training or podcast that you say, okay, that's an executable. That's something I'm going to go actually make happen, not just listen, not just learn from just listening because true learning is actually taking action and making it happen. So thank you so much, Nick, for your time. We all appreciate it. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.